What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's a place beyond this place, a middle ground between the light and the darkness, the nadir and the zenith. For some, it's a bridge between the living and the dead, yet for others, it's something else entirely. It's the place where our nightmares dwell. Each one of us has touched the other side and felt the presence of something beyond this world. venture into a realm where the boogeyman are real in this tale ripped from the darkest corners of urban life a story that unfolds in a west toronto neighborhood where the vulnerability of youth collides with the terrors of the adult world smiley unpacks his haunting encounter with this man seemingly possessed and one among the army of drug addicted zombies roaming the streets brace yourselves for a harrowing journey into a nightmarish underworld that exists in the shadows of an all-too-real urban landscape. My name is Smiley, and this is my hip-hop horror story. So as a kid, I, I used to watch Cruella DeVille, and then I always used to dream of her. I would always have scary nightmares of her coming in um, like in my basement, and she'll come out the furnace room, <laughs> and I'd wake up, and that was the scariest thing to me as a kid. My last dream I've, I had of her, she came in the in the dream, and like my, I for some reason like I couldn't move, like I couldn't move, and then she was walking towards me, and I see my friends pass me, but like for some reason the words couldn't come out my mouth. I was trying to say help me, but like 
I wouldn't. Like, you know when you try to scream but nothing's coming out? So it was the weirdest feeling. And then she was walking towards me in the dream. And then my friends just passed me. And I was like, no. She wasn't scary when I watched the, the movie. But in the dream, she was scary. Because it's you in the it's one-on-one in the dream. It's like everything's scary in the dream. I would always try to escape the basement in the dream. And she would grab me by my legs and drag me down <laughs> to the furnace. Like, the furnace room was dark and everything. That's where she came from. So I think that's where she was trying to drag me in there. And I would disappear somewhere where I would always wake up. I think she wanted to take me to, like, you know, Narnia? <laughs> I think that was a secret thing. All right, so when I was a little kid, I lived in this neighborhood in the West End in Toronto around like a lot of a lot of fiends, a lot of like like a lot of crackheads. Like our neighborhood was a neighborhood where the crackheads just walked in. Like there would be a hundred crackheads walking in and the dealers just stand inside and they don't have to move anywhere. That's the type of neighborhood. Like you know in the wire, there was a something happened like around my neighborhood. It was um this girl, rest in peace, Holly Jones, she got she got murdered around our neighborhood. Some pedophile guy kidnapped her and chopped her into like a hundred pieces and dumped her in the lake. And they found the body with all the remains, so that actually happened. So that was going on around the neighborhood. The neighborhood was just like spooky at those times because after that that happened to the little girl, it was crazy. That was super like sat in the neighborhood because she went to the school in her neighborhood and then like she was missing for like a week and then once we found out in the news the guy lived right like in the neighborhood he's walked past that house every time so then once they said the police kicked the door everything but they found the body bag in the lake but in a thousand pieces and like it was crazy because like they actually that guy he had her in his house for like probably four days in the in the refrigerator or the freezer. And while he had her in there, the cops actually were knocking at each door. And they knocked at his door too, and he talked to them also. Like, that's what they said in the news. And then, yeah, yeah on it, they just found out after like a week later, they found the remains. And yeah, it was super sad. We, we couldn't really, they didn't want us to walk by ourselves in the neighborhood, you started seeing less kids walking by themselves. Like, there was a lot of things changed, you know, but we still went outside because, like, we're in a larger group. And then every time after school, me and my brothers will go walk around to the store or we'll go, we'll go walk to, like, our friend's house or something. We had to always walk the furthest also, so now we're just walking. And like, we're not even talking, and we're just trying to get home quick because we're hungry too, tired. And then, like, one day, it was actually like a sunny day. It was a sunny day, it was like 6 p.m., summertime, around like summertime times, and out of nowhere, you seen this tall, black, scary man. He was huge, he was like, probably like six foot three, something like that. He had no noise. He had like, he was super skinny. He was serious, looked serious, short hair. Um, he had big like cargo pants. 
extra extra large t-shirt for like a skinny guy scary man look so, so that he would always like look at us he would follow us and then we just thought it was a joke like then we realized the man was following us for too long so then at some point we just ran away we lost them now like two days later we see him again we're just like, oh, no, like this guy must have just moved in the neighborhood or something. And we we're so young, we were super young, me and my two brothers. And then this time he followed us again, but like he's speed walking. And then we're just like, no way. This guy is a serial killer. And like, it was kind of like funny at first. Like, we kind of liked the excitement, you know? <laughs> but that when we realized this guy's actually following us nah it wasn't funny no more so we're just like this guy is a serial killer so then we started running away again now now we told our older brother and he's just trying to look for this guy now and then like probably a week later now we haven't seen him again since this day now a week later we're, we're playing soccer in a laneway it was just me and my um, brother and one of our friends now we see him out of nowhere and this is further than where we normally we don't see him in this little part of this area you know so it's kind of weird he's in the back laneway also where we were playing soccer he was walking towards us and we seen him and then he just looks in the air and like his eyes roll all the way back and he was kind of like shaking he's doing like this exorcist look like he's getting possessed and now we run and he starts chasing after us and I, I was scared because I'm like, oh fuck, these guys are gonna leave me. These guys are faster than me. I'm like, I'm gonna get caught by myself. So I ran like no tomorrow. <laughs> I went in, in a neighbor's a neighbor's house and the guy would disappear. We never seen him after that. Growing up, I realized he was just a super crackhead, you know? I don't believe and ghosts that much, you know, but like as a kid, me seeing this this man, he he looked like a something scarier than a ghost at that moment. Like he looked like he was ready to kidnap me and my brothers and no one was ever gonna see us again. There would be no smigs. In a world where the monsters of our imagination vie for space with the very real demons that walk among us. Smiley's story is a testament to the resilience of the human spirit, as well as a chilling reminder that sometimes the scariest tales are those that lurk just outside our front doors. But maybe that vivid imagination allowed him to cope, to endure, and to eventually emerge, scarred but wiser, from his gauntlet of youth. In this next story, we grapple with the unknown against the backdrop of music, art, boxing rings, and sacred African rituals. As Narcy sets out on a trip to shoot a music video, only to find himself entangled in a web of phenomena that defies logic and transcends time. His expedition is marked by a tragic event, the passing of boxing legend and global icon, Muhammad Ali. As they proceed with their production, Narcy and his crew find themselves with the uncanny feeling that there's a presence nearby. The essence of the greatest himself reaching across realms to touch another artist's life. The line between the mortal 
and the ethereal is often blurred, leaving us with more questions than answers. So, in like 2017, I had the opportunity to collaborate with a group called The Tribe Called Red at the time, they're called The Hallucination now. And uh, we got in the studio with Yasin Bey uh, and recorded the song R.E.D., which is, you know, one of the, the major moments in my career. And um, somebody gave me a call, one of my friends gave me a call who was the producer on the video, and he said, listen, we gotta go to South Africa in like four days to go shoot the music video for this, are you down to direct it? So I've never directed a video. I mean, I've always been involved in the direction of my videos, but never like directed it myself. So I had to come up with a concept, do all my visual research, get on a plane and fly to South Africa. I'd never been to the continent before, so it was all very overwhelming. But you know, what I tend to do in these moments in my career is like embrace the magic and let the you know the quote-unquote universe or, or Allah like take take control of the whole situation and um, as soon as we got on the plane it was an extremely turbulent flight you know there was a lot of like moments of fear I'm already a, a pretty fearful traveler um, we're to DJ Khaled but then we landed in South Africa and as soon as we landed my friend walks off the plane and he's wearing a Muhammad Ali jersey and we find out Muhammad Ali passed away. We had a very like friendly kind of vibe around us, but it was definitely like there was something that was coming to us and it was that news that, you know, that Muhammad Ali had died. So there was a bit of heaviness in the air that we felt, I guess, the people around us knew, but we didn't know until we got to the apartment, to the Airbnb. And... Um, we get on the ground, we go meet Yasin, we brief him on the video idea, he's down. Next day we go and location scout, and as I'm location scouting, we have this specific place that we want to end up in as they take these old like uh, shipping containers and they turn them into, into bodegas in South Africa. And I really wanted to hit this specific one because the sun set right behind it as we were location scouting, so I'm like, this is the one, right? So day two, I pick up the newspaper, and I throw it in the car and um, we start our shoot. We go to Bukap, which is like the, the majority Muslim area in the city. We shoot by a mosque. We only have the rights to shoot on this specific street. And there's this kid following me around the whole time. And he, it was him in a soccer ball and he kept following me around. So as we took a break, I started talking to him and he was an Arabic kid. He was playing in the street, so he wasn't like, decked out I remember him being in t-shirts and shorts and 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 I looked at him and I was like you know you live around here he said yeah I was like you know how old are you I think he said like seven or eight and I was like what's your name he's like what's your name I said my name is Yasin I said what's your name he said my name is Muhammad Ali and there's no way he would have known like that he, he there's no way he would have made that up you know no way bro so you know we went we prayed and then we were a bit delayed because of traffic. Obviously, I didn't know that, you know, Cape Town would be so busy at the time that we were shooting. So we end up by the Corniche to shoot the scene before we go to that bodega, but we end up like an hour late and the sun is setting. So we shoot the video, we shoot the final scene. I get in the car, we miss the scene that I wanted to get by the bodega, and I grab the newspaper that I bought earlier in the day, and it tells 
the reader about the last time Muhammad Ali was in Cape Town and what he did. And he walked from the street that we shot on, he prayed at the mosque that we prayed at, and then walked all the way to the location where we shot on the Corniche and ended his day there and caught the sunset there. So for me, it was like two things. Number one, it was that we were guided by some, you know, bigger spirit than us. You know, Muhammad Ali is really big to me and to Yasin Bey and to the producer, uh, Saul Guy of the video. So we were like really in awe. So I was like, listen, guys, I need a moment. This is a bit too eerie for me, you know. It all felt very, like, um, guided by a spirit outside of us. Um, and I go by the water, and there's another little kid running towards me with a soccer ball on, on the water. And he's rocking a Montreal Canadiens jersey as he approaches me. And I asked, I was like, man, your name better not be Muhammad Ali, you know. And his father comes with him, and I was like... Uh, you know, where are you guys from? He's like, oh, we used to live in Montreal, but we moved to Cape Town recently. I was like, that's crazy. I just got here from Montreal. And I was like, what's your name? And he's like, my name's Yassine. I was like, there's no way this is happening to me right now, you know? None of this, none of this is cap, by the way. This is all like real, real life events. So I remember just going back to the hotel and really like cleansing myself and just clearing the air and feeling like, you know, I got to learn to just let go and embrace the moment, but I feel like if I let go and embrace the moment too much, the moment might carry me away and take me to places I might not want to go to. So that's one of the stories. Was it a coincidence or was it something far more profound? The spirit of the greatest reaching across realms to touch an artist's life. The line between the mortal and the immortal is often blurred. Leave us pondering what the answers to the questions are. We'll let you decide. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Belly, and this is my hip-hop horror story. So this story is kind of like a two-part story. 
uh, starts off with something that um, affected me when I was a kid. Let's say the year was probably 1995. I was walking home from school. There was this long path that you can cut through. So I would always use this path and cut through. And the whole way, walking home, it was like a cloudy day, kind of drizzling a little bit. And I just felt like someone was watching me. So as I'm walking towards my house, um, walking alone, I kept turning around like as if someone was there watching me. So, you know, I finally approached the house. I'm getting to the neighborhood, same thing. As soon as I get to the corner, I turn around quickly. I felt like someone was watching me. So now I get to the house. Um, my older brother is there. As soon as I open the door, I go to explain to him that it felt like someone was watching me. And he cuts me off and tells me my grandfather passed away. Now, something um, that I think people should know is me and my grandfather at a all the dozens of grandkids he had, we had a special relationship and bond. I was like his best friend. I was the only person that could, you know, talk out of turn to him or, or uh, you know, use like kid swear words with him. But, you know, he was in the army, so um, he, he was very strict with the other grandkids. And everybody would always be like, yo, how come your relationship with him is so different? Um, but, you know, I, I, I grew up kind of sick. I had like, I was in and out of hospitals when I was young. And I think he just like, you know, he just felt like he had a soft spot for me because of that, I think, you know, so, um, you know, I still feel like, you know, his presence is around whenever something major happens. I can still feel him and, and I still feel his presence. Um, now, because of that, the following summer, we end up going to Jordan to visit the family. Um, you know, my mom wanted to see her brothers and sisters and extended family. Um, so we end up in Jordan and we're kind of moving around from uh, relatives to other relatives, just, you know, making our rounds. The way it works back home is, like, they take it disrespectfully if you stay in a hotel. So everybody was like, yo, this night to this night, you're over here, so-and-so, and so on and so forth. And, you know, so we just ended up every, like, few, say, like, a week, we would end up in a new household of a relative. So now, we end up at my aunt's house, um... My cousin Bilal was there, and my older brother, Ryder. So now we're all uh, at my aunt's house. We're playing cards every night. We're staying up and sneaking out. You know, we're, we're going out in the daytime and flipping rocks over and finding lizards and, and snakes and just dumb shit kids do, especially Arab kids. Um, so we start to hear about um, like this young girl that lives in the same, same not neighborhood, lives in the same house or like duplex, triplex that my cousin and my aunt lived in. 
So we start to hear like she's been acting weird and like people feel like she's possessed. She's using like swear words that she shouldn't know. Stuff not even from our era. You know, swear words I probably wouldn't even understand in Arabic. Um, she's giving her grandmother like a super hard time. And this is a really young girl. They don't got TV. They don't got radio. Um, so super sheltered. Seeing the little girl once. And she just looked like no one was taking care of her. Like she looked a little disheveled. Um, you know, her hair wasn't done. She looked a little, like, skinny, even for that. Like, she, you know, she almost looked malnourished. Like, I don't want to say that, but she didn't. She just didn't look like anyone was really properly taking care of her. You know, her, her hair wasn't done. It looked, uh, it looked like she just, like, woke up from the bed. So the, the mystery was, like, where could she have learned any of this? Um... So people started to worry, and then, you know, we kind of just told the story and, and moved on. So a few nights later, we sneak out, and there was a vacant apartment across from my aunt's apartment. So we snuck out, got into the vacant apartment, and we wanted to smoke cigarettes. That was the whole reason we snuck out. We wanted to smoke cigarettes and drink soda at night. and. The moms wouldn't let us do that because we would stay up all night. That night, for me at least, felt weird from the beginning. Um, the weather wasn't like it usually is. It was a little cooler that day. So we snuck out some glass bottle Coca-Cola, brought it into the vacant spot. We, we, we went and bought a pack of cigarettes earlier that day because you could buy cigarettes at like three. And, um, you know, we had the cigarettes. They lit up cigarettes. They were, I was younger than them by like five years. My, my older cousin Bilal and my older brother. So I was younger than them by at least five years. And they were kind of like trying to be the authority on me. And I'm like, man, pass it. Pass that shit, bro. I just want and they were like, nah, you're too young. So we having this argument. And then we just hear a screech. And we all stopped and looked at each other. It was like blood curdling. We all looked at each other like, what the hell is going on? Then boom, it happened again. So my cousin was like, it's probably two cats fighting, like two street cats going at it. You know, they're like, they're like fucking ninjas, those street cats. They'll jump off of shit 12 feet high, they do spins, all kinds, and then they be screaming. So we're like, yes, yeah, for sure, a couple straight cats. Then it starts to intensify. Now we're here swear words you know mixed in with the screaming I'm talking vile shit I'm not talking like light swear words like this is shit I'd be embarrassed to say in front of most people so um, now now we're actually really scared hair stands up I'm like I just want to go home I, I want to just I want to get on a plane to Canada at this point um, but you know, it keeps going. And then we start to hear prayer. So there's somebody praying. 
and the prayer keeps getting louder and louder and the person that's uh, being exercised, let's say, was getting louder even than the prayer and it kept going and going and going and this went on for three or four hours and as soon as the sun uh, started to crack everything stopped and it was like silence and I wasn't on I mean I drank Coca-Cola I was probably on a sugar rush but I couldn't sleep regardless it was the scariest like sound that I ever heard in my life and we couldn't just sneak back into the into my aunt's house because at this point we knew there was a lot of like things that could have woke up the house so we wanted them to just think we were sleeping so we had to post up in the vacant apartment and the windows weren't even really set up properly so some of the windows were kind of like six inches eight inches open and we couldn't close them there was like screws <laughs> and so we're literally having to sit in this room with no furniture, so everything's echoing off the walls. And we're listening to what I believe to be a live exorcism. So we decide to not tell anybody. We decide to keep it kind of like a pack between us. And probably like five days later, we're outside. You know, we're like shooting marbles or something. And the grandma walks out with the little girl. And like it was like, it was like any story that they had told before about craziness wasn't there. It was just the grandma and her granddaughter walking to the store. I don't know if memory serves me right, I think she was even skipping. You know, so I don't know what I witnessed that night. I'm not sure, but it was definitely a night that, uh, that I'll always remember and a sound that I'll never forget. month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.